Guys, it's Ed coming to you live from the Drunk Gossip Studios here in balmy and just horrendously humid New York City. Um, today is Independence Day, so happy birthday, America. And also, I'd like to wish Mandy Bates a very, very happy birthday. Um, as you all know, she um, co-hosted couple months ago with me um she is the legendary and iconic um columnist from um generation gossip um and just one of my really just dearest best friends we we met on the um on the soap opera central boards so thank you to Dan J. Kroll for bringing us together. Um, and I, I don't even remember how we started talking, but um, I know the janitor Bill. Was, um, and if you're not part of the board, you don't understand what this means. Um, but the janitor Bill story was going on, and um, I think we were making fun of that and making fun of Greenlee and Ryan. And then just from there, uh, a real friendship blossomed. Um, And we've been through it all. Um, We were trying to figure out the other day how long we've actually been friends. And it's somewhere between um, 15 and 20 years. Um, Probably not 20 years. (laughs) But it, it's been probably about 15 years, at least. Um, it, it didn't start out like, oh, we're besties right away. It started out, like, very casual, and then um, we bonded and talked and whatever. Um, and every year that Generation Gossip was running, we would always dedicate... Um, July 4th to Mandy. It would be Mandy Day, and um, there were some really cute stories. Um, we would rerun some Mandy's musings, um, you know, some of her popular um, column or pieces were um, just about her being silly and goofy. Um, there was the when we were when they were famous. I forgot the actual title of it now, but, um, where her and her cousin were pretending to be famous and whatnot, um, her piece on Tom Cruise and Scientology, many people don't realize this, but Mandy really stepped up when, um, when she started the column, I, w- I was very laid back, I was like, whatever you want to write about, I don't care, and I came up with this idea for doing... Uh, a piece on Scientology, and I was like, well, I'm going to go ahead and do um, uh, a GG Investigate, um, a GG Exposes, uh, and a Royal Rant about it, and she's like, well, I'll do a Mandy's Musing, too. You know, and it was just one of those things where I didn't ask her, I didn't really expect her to do it. It was just something that she was like, I'll do this. And, I mean, it worked out perfectly. Um, 
And and that was one of the most popular stories on the site. Um, you know, when when I decided that Generation Gossip was going to be shut down, it wasn't, there wasn't anything, it was, you know, scandalous or anything like that. It was just more of a, I don't have time to do this. Um, because at the time I was working full time, and when you have a gossip blog, you have to keep up on it. And Mandy was very sad about it. Um, she was even very sad when I um, tried to change the name of the Facebook page from Generation Gossip to Drunk Gossip. Just because it was so much part of us. And um, I'm really glad that she has her podcast. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to Mandy's Still Musing. Um, the last episode, unless I missed one, which is very possible... I believe the the last one she did was um, a rerun of Billy the Exterminator, um, which was just another really popular um, column that she did. Um, and she does a lot of... She has a lot of topics that she wants to talk about. Um, but I just want to say happy birthday, Mandy. And thank you so much for all the years of our friendship. I'll be right back. Okay, I am back. Um, you know, there's, there are couples, and I'm, I'm guilty of this, um, that are on again, off again. I've done the on again, off again thing, um, for a couple years, I dated a guy. And we would break up and make up. Mostly we would break up for the makeup sex. No, I'm not exaggerating. No, I'm not bragging. No, it's none of those things. But it's true. We would fight like crazy. Have makeup sex. And then turn around and fight again and have more makeup sex. Um, And this would go on like five, six times a day. Um, And that's another story for another day. But let's talk about T.I. and Tiny. Um... She was on Candy Burris's talk show, Candy Coated Nights. And just, I just have to say, that's a brilliant name. You know, I just, I don't often compliment reality stars, but Candy Burris is one of those that she has talent and she is wonderful. Um, so, good on you, girl. So, Candy and and Tiny were talking, and Tiny admitted that she hired an investigator to follow her husband around, because she suspected that he might be cheating. It seems a little extreme to me. But I'm not married, never happened, probably will never be. And that's not a sad thing. But again, that, uh, that's a different um, topic for a different day. Um, and, you know, just if you can't trust your partner, then maybe you need to look at 
what's really going on. Because it should not be, oh, you know, I can't trust you, so I'm going to hire an investigator to follow you around to see if you're cheating on me. Because if you think it, he probably is, or she is. Um, Heidi also addressed the rumor that she was dating Floyd uh, Merriweather. She said that they flirted, and that if if the if a woman or uh, I'm assuming even a man isn't getting attention from their partner, they'll get it from somebody. Now that seems like rationalizing cheating, and you know that could really come back to bite her on the ass because yeah, I could be like, well, you weren't flirting with me, you weren't giving me that attention, so this woman or this woman or this woman or whomever was giving it to me. Um, so, you know, it, this just seems like a really, um, for, I'm not even trying to find a better word, but for just, uh, they, they don't seem like the type of couple that should be together, if that's what I'm going to say. You know, there should be no competition. There should be no, oh, well, this or that or the other thing. Um, because when you start doing that, then you start to, um, you really just start to disrespect the, the relationship in the first place. Um, it's been reported, but I don't think confirmed that um, Tiny will not be spending today um, Independence Day with with Ti. Um, they 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 seem to be on the outs again and whatever, but I remember there was a blind. Um, I believe it was on blind gossip, which um, it hasn't been revealed, but it was widely believed to be. T.I. and Tiny, and it was basically, um, they do this sort of stuff for ratings. So whenever they have a new season of their show come out, or whatever, uh, or he has a show coming out, um, they announce a separation, and then, um, at the end of the season, they get back together and start the whole process all over again. That is a very definition of fame horror. And... That does not suggest that you have a very, very good relationship. At least not to me. I'll be right back. Okay, so... uh, Scarlett Johansson... um, You know, I don't even know where to begin with her. She's... She's Scarlett Johansson. Um... She's in a lot of hot water. After she did Ghost in the Machine, where she she and the producers were accused of whitewashing the Ghost in the Shell movie, I thought she would have learned her lesson, because that movie tanked. Um, It it didn't tank hard. Like, it it was a critical and financial bust. 
But she's at it again. Um, her newest controversy is for a movie called Rub and Tug. And, and despite the risque name, that's not what's gotten her in trouble. Um, what's getting her into trouble is that it's about a trans, um, a trans man. Uh, his name is, um, Dante Tex Gill, who was born Lois Jean Gill. So, okay. Uh, You know, I kind of get it. You know, it. You could there's there's plenty of trans men out there who could who could potentially take on this role and and make something of it. But they they went with Scarlett Johansson, and you know that would have been bad enough. But she would have survived that. I mean, and she's gonna survive this controversy. Make no mistake. Scarlett Johansson is not going to lose her career. She's not going to go down in flames. Um, all that's going to happen is some bad press. Maybe another failed movie attempt. Um, or just another failed movie. Not a, another failed attempt at her winning an Oscar. But the statement is just so horrendously tone deaf. That I'm going to read it word for word. Her statement via her rep was, Tell them that they can be directed to Jeffrey Tambor, Jared Leto, and Felicity Huffman's reps for comment. Now, it's interesting to me. All three of them did play um, trans characters. Um... Felicity Huffman and Jared Leto, I don't believe, had any controversy surrounding them. Um, I remember Felicity Huffman was nominated for an Oscar. Jared Leto won an Oscar. And Jeffrey Tambor won some Golden Globes. And I believe he won a couple of Emmys. Um... But here's the thing, especially in the case of Jeffrey Tambor, the 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 controversy about a cis straight man playing a trans woman was deafening. Now it didn't take away from the enjoyment of the show, but there was the controversy, so or there was a controversy, I should say. So I, for them to um, pretend like there wasn't, I think is very disingenuous. Um, and to put out a statement like that, that's just not okay. Like, I believe ScarJo has been a very um, big supportive of the LGBT community and we appreciate that and we love you for that. However, it, it it sometimes isn't enough to just say, oh, I'm a supporter or speak out. Sometimes you have to make sacrifices for the causes that you believe in. And I think in this case, 
she needs to let this world go to a, a trans man. Um, you know, maybe she can play a different role in the movie. Or maybe she can find another Oscar Beatty movie to um, not win an Oscar in. I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. I'm going to talk about Katie Holmes and Jamie Foxx. And this is the most I've talked about Katie Holmes since Dawson's Creek. And even back then it was more of a, oh, yeah, she's on Dawson's Creek too. Um, it's not that I wasn't a fan of hers, but I didn't, I never really got the hype. Michelle Williams was the best actress on the show. Of either gender. She was the best actor. Um, you know, I... I will say that I think Katie Holmes and James Vanderbeek had some amazing chemistry. Which is probably where a lot of the hype came from. And she's a passable actress. You know, I don't... She's not going to win Emmys. She's not going to win an Oscar. But she's decent enough. Like, you know. I would never say she couldn't act. But... When she does the award bait... Like the the Kennedys or the... um, uh, I forgot. She did something else that was like really award baity. Um, But it was very... Oh, honey, you know, she played Jackie O in the Kennedys, and then Natalie Portman did it in Jackie, and I was like, oh, sweetie, like, leave those kind of roles to the ones who are actually going to win awards. You can play the girlfriend who was stalked, or the, the psycho bitch, maybe team up and do a movie with Katherine Heigl. Anyways, um, so there's there's been lots and lots and lots of rumors about Jamie Foxx and Katie Holmes breaking up. They both denied the rumors. Um, but it, Jamie's been facing controversy of his own lately. Um, a woman accused him of slapping her in the face with his dick. Now... I don't know what happened in that situation. I wasn't there, so... I'm not going to pretend like it didn't happen, and I'm not going to say it did happen. Um, I'm curious as to what was going on. Like, was she giving him head, or what was, like... What was the context of this? Because I do know that there are guys who, for whatever reason, find it exhilarating to slap you in the face with their dicks. While you're giving them head. I don't know. I don't get it. But there that is. Um, So. Crazy Days and Nights just did a blind item reveal. um, Yesterday about. How. People were willing to take selfies and pictures with Jamie Foxx. But no woman wanted to be alone with him. I don't know if that's an optic thing, like, ooh, you know, here, you have these accusations, and we're, you know, part of the Me Too movement, or if this was more of a, um, 
you're Jamie Foxx and we just don't want to be alone with you. And then, let me see the date on the applying gossip item. On Monday, applying gossip did a, a whole piece. I'm just going to read you what the source said. Um, this is all about him cheating on Katie Holmes. The source said he's not just flirting, he cheats on her a lot. He never walks out with the woman, though. That would be too obvious. He or his assistant will get her info and text her a place to meet him, usually a, motel, or usually a hotel. His name is never attached to the text, and the woman has to hand over her cell phone as soon as she walks in the door so she can't take photos or anything. At least that's how it worked with my friend. Um... So, and then they go on to say that they don't know if Katie knows and is just accepting it or if this is some sort of arrangement. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's an arrangement. No, I have nothing to back this up, but it's just a hunch. But it's not like Katie Holmes is exactly um, foreign to arranged relationships. All I'm saying is she was married to Tom Cruise, who Mandy wrote about. I'll be right back. Okay, and I'm going to do, for our final segment, we're going to do another blind item. Um, I know two blinds in one week. Crazy. Um, this will be a lot easier um, once the blog is up and running, which should be soon. Um... So, yes, so this one comes to us from Blind Gossip, and it's called Messy and Unprofessional Dating. Um, it's really good. It's very intriguing. Um, so, without further ado, let's get into it. Most fake celebrity relationships and end smoothly. This is especially true if there's a professional services contract in place. There are terms and conditions that make it a contractual job like any other job. And the parties are legally obligated to stick to the contract. This young male singer made a mistake. He did not have a contract with this young female model with the famous last name. That does, that does explain why the relationship was so uneven. Once... One day they were claiming it was a romance. Oh, one day it was they were claiming it was a romance, and the next they were claiming to be just friends. Then she kept pursuing that other male singer in the middle of it all, messing on professional and embarrassing to the first male singer. The lack of a contract also explains why the ending was not cool. She just deleted the first male singer from her social media accounts. That's a move typically reserved for either fake relationships that are in the middle of a contract to generate rumors or for real relationships that end badly. It's much too harsh a move for a fake relationship that should have ended gracefully. Hopefully our young male singer will learn from this one. Get a contract next time, buddy. And yes, there will definitely be a next time. So most people, and I I agree with them, think it's Shawn Mendes, Haley Baldwin, and Justin Bieber. I don't know how Bieber keeps ending up in these weird love triangle things. 
um, you know, he was with Selena Gomez, and I believe, um, Crazy Days and Nights had this weird, okay, if you don't know about Crazy Days and Nights, um, they have blind items, but what he does, what any, any lawyer does is kind of parses them out and makes it almost like this storyline. So, so in the C-Dan storyline, it was, um, Justin was sharing her, sharing Selena Gomez with Pastor Carl, um, I believe his last name is Lince, um, the dude from Hillsong. Um, why Selena would go along with this, I have no idea, but that was what was, that was, like, basically the storyline that they were given over on Crazy Days and Nights. Um, getting back to Sean Mendez, um, Haley Baldwin and Justin Bieber, um, apparently Haley Baldwin, am I, I, let me make sure I have that right last name. Yes, I do. Okay. Um, just deleted Sean Mendez off all of her social media. And when did that become, like, the signifier that things were really done? Like, I don't understand that. It's not like I'm judging because I did it too when I was dating he who does not exist. The first thing I did after the breakup was I deleted everything. Like, it was, I did it so fast that I, one of my friends actually texted me and said, weren't you dating a guy? Because I swear I saw a picture, I went back to like it, and it was gone. And now I don't know if he existed or not. So, like I said, I'm, I'm to blame too. I, I do it too. Um, the people say Sean Mendez is gay, but I think I don't know. I'm not gonna say he's not. But with the success of um, hold on, let me. Oh, um, Troy Sivan. I kind of feel like if he is. If Sean Mendes is gay, then I don't see why he wouldn't just come out. And can you just imagine, like, Troy Sivan and Sean Mendes would be such a power couple. And that's going to do it for today. Happy Independence Day. Happy Birthday, America. And happy birthday, Mandy. I am holding a martini up to all of you. Have a great day. Cheers.